guys. Uh, welcome to another episode of The Sisterhood of the Traveling Goa. Uh, it's Misha. Snesipo. Uh, and yeah, another episode, uh, another great time. We have a really dope guest uh, here with us. We're going to let him introduce himself because I don't think we're going to do him justice. But you guys know him. If you don't catch up, I don't know. That's <laughs> that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> you started it with the, you started that with a lot of shaming. <laughs> I know shaming is not a good tool, but guys, you know what I mean. Like get get with the winning team. <laughs> Introduce yourself, cool. please. Um, my name is Mashudu. <laughs> wow, <laughs> got this. Uh, that's not a good start. No, it's all right. <laughs> the camera just is. fell for those who are listening to the audio only. <laughs> So uh, my name is Moshudu, um, and I'm an entrepreneur, a creator, um, really, really passionate about building platforms um, to help as many people as possible get access to tools, resources to build or create the things that they believe in. Oh, yeah. Oh, dope, dope, dope. So he, amongst the many other things that he has, he has like a podcast platform. He has a podcast and says two of them. Is it two of them or is it one? Um... I feel like you got five Do I count the ones that I don't do anymore? <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. How many podcasts have you had? Actually, yes. I'd say about five or six. Wow. And how many are active, still yeah. active? Two. Wow. Okay. And the other, I, I, I want the, I'm going to break the format here. I'm going to okay. break the sure, format sure. here. I want the story yeah. of why the other three are no longer active. Actually. Okay, cool. So um, I think when I was starting out, right, like the thing that you do is just, um, so I'm very like I've worked with startups and like I have that startup mentality of just like if I want to do something I'm just going to test it mm -hmm. and try and see what happens. Oh yeah. Um, so um, I think I have about three podcasts that were on Anchor, right? So when mm -hmm. I started out, I started on Anchor because mm -hmm. I didn't know how to you know use professional microphones and edit and do this and do that. Mm -hmm. So I started on Anchor and literally just recording on my phone every day. So I did a thing it was called smash daily or something like that where i was just doing daily updates of being an entrepreneur and like what it feels like now i realize that you don't have as many interesting days <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like updated the spreadsheet <laughs> you know it's not chased an invoice exactly. like, there's not, get you don't you. have get as you. interesting a life as you think you do uh -huh. to do like a daily thing so I, I admire people that do like daily vlogs. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The Instagram is a daily just yeah, like I don't rolling. That. Yeah. You know? So that was the first one. And then there was another one that was just for me to try and um, interview entrepreneurs. And that was my first test, which was on Anchor. And I was recording people through my phone still. And it's okay the first two times because it's like super interesting. And then the third time you're like, this sounds terrible. These guys have all used the same thing. <laughs> or the, like, what's terrible? The the, the, the info the from the entrepreneurs no, no, no. or the quality of your phone? Just the quality of the phone. Oh, okay. Also the experience when you're interviewing someone. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to create a really good and safe environment where they feel like, oh, I'm relaxed. Yeah. And I'm like open about you know, what's happening with me. But when you have a phone in someone's yeah, face, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels very like reportery. Yeah. And it's like weird. And then um, the third one is something that I was doing like as a secret project. Mm -hmm. There was a podcast that I did every week for about three months just for myself. I never oh, okay, shared the yeah, link. Yeah. It was mainly yeah. about just like learning how to speak to a microphone. Oh, okay. Just like That's processing dope. my own yeah. Yeah, confidence and voice and relaying messages and like trying to be intentional about where I you know, 
raise my voice or lower it or yeah. try and like use it in different ways get you so those are the ones that like fell away so one was just really just to test things out mm -hmm. and the other two that are actually running those are the ones that are doing pretty okay, okay. all right cool so um i think what everyone probably wants to know uh we'll make this a uh beginner's guide to podcasting yeah essentially um what <laughs> everyone always wants to know and yeah. we never have the answer because we've never had to do this part of it yeah is how much did it cost for you to start your professional podcast? Yeah. And um, is it like, what's the bare minimum that yeah. one needs in order to start and get their podcast out there? Yeah, I think before we get there, just to give you guys context, essentially what we wanted to do with this episode and why we, we have Mashudu over is we've, got, we've gotten a lot of questions from people like, oh, yeah, I want to start a podcast, how do you do it? And I think we're the worst people to ask. Truly, because <laughs> we know nothing. We are John First Snow. First of all, we know nothing. Second of all, we really came into this solely as a labor of love, right? Like at mm. no point mm. did we, and I'm not saying that other people don't do that, or he, didn't, he definitely did it as a labor of love, but I think he also looked at it from an entrepreneurial uh, um, aspect. I only recognized us as entrepreneurs like, two weeks ago yeah and we've been doing this for almost two years yeah, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> so you understand that we just don't have that range mm. so we wanted to have him over because i think he he definitely has the range from a labor of love perspective that's where we all meet up but uh he from a commercial yeah. point of view from like a realistic point of view where it's like we're spending we're too this. fluffy because we're not we don't, we're not spending anything <laughs> menzi had the equipment so we were like yo let's do this you yeah. know so yeah, sniper's question. My question, I'll <laughs> repeat the question, was um, how much do you need to start a podcast? Mm. And this is for somebody who, because we all understand that you can actually do it for free on your phone yep. and everything will be fine. But this is the question for people who actually want to have a podcast that sounds professional um, and makes, you remember what you were saying about having the good experience while mm. recording. Yeah. Where do you need, where do you start and how much do you need? Cool. Um, so I'll just like go through the entire journey. From sure. So the first one, the phone thing, right? So mm -hmm. when I was using the phone, I think the technology was still like super early. So mm -hmm. was, like, mm -hmm. Three, four years ago. Anchor, which is the platform for recording. So you can record, edit and publish on there. Right? So oh, that's free completely right and they will never charge you for it because they got bought by spotify for oh. like 100 million or something like that and because of that spotify looks at them as um just the thing that's going to make podcasts more accessible mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so literally anyone can start a podcast with this right so you literally just it's literally an app yeah download it download on your it phone and start so just First off, it's your phone, right? And if you have a decent phone, like a really good phone, so say an iPhone or a Samsung and a higher price mm. range, mm -hmm. the audio quality is actually really good. All right. It's a microphone. So, for example, um, when I was trying to get better, um, I would stack pillows just around me. So, this way, this way, that way, and the microphone would be here and literally just speak into that. The next level is buying like a microphone that goes straight into your phone. Okay. Right? Mm. So, that's around 1.2. Um, you can get them for like 600 now like take a lot take or a lot, oh yeah um is the best option because mm -hmm. they usually have the best prices as well so 
that's the first step right so that one is still recording on anchor or something like that and you're literally just recording on your phone but there's a microphone which makes it better mm -hmm. the next step is like a usb microphone right so that's literally just a microphone that plugs into your laptop mm -hmm. and then you record on something like a audacity or garage okay, okay. so garage band is free with every mac audacity is free you can get it on yeah. yeah um and then you're just paying that 1.3 but also now you have the challenge or the problem that you need to learn how to edit mm -hmm. right so mm -hmm. now you need to learn how to edit in audacity or garage band you can go to the university of youtube for this <laughs> right okay. and literally just five I'd say five videos max, and you should be fine to do it like at a decent level. So even me, the you know the the ability to edit or whatever is still like terrible. Yeah. I remember like when we still had a YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, I'd edit on. Is it Premiere? No, the other one. Uh, the Adobe one. Mm -mm, the Apple one. Uh, the something movie uh, iMovie no no not iMovie like the thing you were supposed Final to buy Pro. Final Cut Pro <laughs> yes, yes. and I remember I just like cut <laughs> move cut <laughs> put together yeah. add transition and it would be like those messed up transitions yeah. so I you're editing but but once you get the hang of it it's, yeah. it's yeah, very it, easy it gets to, better right mm. so even right now I still get like a DM from like someone that studied sound engineering and they're like hey dude what the hell is this I'm like <laughs> This is really I'm trying good. my best, yo. Like, this is really good. And they're just like, no, there's an echo, there's noise Fix in the this, room. Take and, and this. You can do this and you can do that. I'm like, cool, I can do that. But um, it's just like a process of mm, keeping mm, on trying mm, to mm. make things better and yeah. keep learning, right? So, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. And then the next one is, oh, yeah. Um, so that's the uh, USB microphone. And then the next level is something like this, yeah. right? Which is like, you've got a mixer. Um, and or interface you're plugging in um, XLR microphones which is like this mm -hmm. um, and there the range can be anything right so for example so we have like we have all these equipment so we've had the the microphone that you plug into your phone and then we had the USB microphone so what we're doing now is because we're trying to build a network right uh -huh. so we have about five podcasts going and each creator has a piece of kit ideally right so some guys have a USB microphone because usually they just do the podcasts alone. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to sort of make it much more a good experience or yeah. whatever because you can manage that. And then we have two sort of mobile kits or three mobile um, studios, right? So the one is, um, should I say the microphone type? Mm -hmm. Okay. So CO13 Pro, which is a Samson, literally just goes into an interface and... By interface, what do you mean? Like a um, laptop? That little oh, box. Oh, like a sound box. Yeah, like it's a like sound this little black mixer. box yeah. Yeah, mixer, mixer thing yeah. with like... I think you guys can like link. Yeah. yeah. What, what yeah. do the YouTubers do? They link in, like, or if you have a blog, <laughs> if you have a blog that details this, we can Actually, link yeah, it in, the, in, yeah. the, in, the, in so, the description. Yeah, so yeah. as part of Lucha, you know, we were super early into like podcasting and stuff. So the first thing we did was like build a roadmap for anyone that wanted to do it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. we created a podcast guide, which is literally everything from learning how to edit, what microphones you should get, um, how to publish, um, how to get your podcast on Spotify versus Apple versus Google yeah. podcast. So all of this is on sort of the Lucha website. So Shots. Lucha. We'll, we'll link that. Thank you. <laughs> link in our bio. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Um, so, it's the CO13 Pro, goes into that interface. That interface plugs into a laptop and you record from there and then you edit again 
learning how to edit and making sure that it's like super, super as good as it possibly can be. Oh, yeah. But I think in South Africa, you can still get away with really bad sound. Yeah. yeah then, not really bad, but like okay sound. Yeah, like no one, no one expects you to yeah, have a studio yeah, yeah. unless you have a studio, which is like right now is still at the level of like radio stations yeah. and say Cliff Central, platforms mm, like mm, that, mm. where they have access to those resources. And then the quality of the audio can be higher. But most listeners aren't like, sitting there going how good is this like most people just don't know um how good audio is supposed Mm, mm, to be and as much as you can like want to get to that level the most important thing is getting the content out there and making sure that it really really resonates with people and like the thing that i learned this year and like um you can go on spotify there's this podcast called gimlet academy Mm -hmm. for learning how to make a podcast and obviously i only heard it this year but because i've been doing for so long even though I've been doing it for so long, I still learn so, so much oh, from yeah. it. So, for example, they said you should only start a podcast if um, your podcast can move people, make people feel something new, or learn something new. Take, so those take, are the real take. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it, it's, it's those things that really matter. They don't talk about, okay, your audio needs to be the most this, perfect. Yeah, yeah. That That's secondary to making sure that you're telling really great stories. You're making really great content. And people are, like, just happy to listen. They don't care whether yeah. or not you're in a studio or, yeah. Okay, so can you, on your site, is there a cost to everything that you just shared now? Not in terms of are you charging people or mm. do you detail the costs? Like, if somebody were to want a podcast beginner's kit, you guys have that? Mm. Um, currently, no. But I've put this out on Twitter and stuff oh, like okay, that. So cool. there's like that small microphone, for example. Um, I actually am a partner in this um, DTC brand that's trying to bring creator tools into the market for anyone, right? Yeah. So it's like a really pretty stand with the microphone and a light. The red one. Yeah, it's so yeah, cool. Yeah, I've seen one. that, yeah. Yeah. So, so how much would that cost? So that one costs about... 2200 oh, yeah. and that's like with the stand and, and the, the microphone so all you would have to do is, is yeah. plug it you into literally just plug it into your phone phone and laptop yeah. or just phone yeah phone oh, so that phone. one's just the phone one oh, okay right? so cool dope with that one you can go on prostarter.co.za oh prostarter so this is for the kit prostarter so that one is like 2.2 a microphone alone, um, you can get on Take Lot, which is about 600 to 1,200, depending on the quality yeah. around there. And then when you get to like a USB microphone, for some reason, there's like been an insane spike in the price and it's around um, 3,000 Rand. So 2,500 to 3,000 Rand. Yeah. And then that sort of um, this kit, so like with the interface and the cords and the stands and the f- microphone. That will cost around five it's to way ten. More. Yeah. yeah. So it gets a bit pricey when you start like really experimenting. Mm. But like again, like it's super important that you make sure that you just want to start first. Yeah. And then yeah. build up um to getting like the best. Like the best microphone that all the podcasters use is called the um Sure SM7B, right? So that's a microphone that costs um Eight thousand rand. No. <laughs> that costs more than the entire that studio kid, we have. Nah. <laughs> and you need to get like, let's say you have to get three. Yeah. You oh, get three no. of those microphones and an interface, and now you're running into no, like no studio tubing. territory. <laughs> Shaking my head at that. Nah. Shaking my head at that. 
Because first of all, this is not a studio. This is a whole ass apartment. And there's echoes left. And now you're buying this expensive? No. No. <laughs> But I mean, but it's like the phone kit, eh? Start with the phone kit. I think yeah. that's a good that's a good place to start. And I mean, speaking of starting, what made you start with podcasting? I mean, what was that thing that made you start four years ago with with your daily um, sort of uh, entrepreneurial update yeah. podcast? So um, I think 2015 or 2016, mm-hmm. um, I was like an intern at this um, company that works with entrepreneurs and. My manager at the time was like, hey, dude, I was supposed to go to a Facebook event in Soweto. I can't go, but you need to go because, like, um, someone needs to be there. Mm. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. It's a free lunch. I'm just going to chill. <laughs> and it turned out, like, the 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 lunch was actually with, like, um, marketing execs at Facebook um, Global. Yeah. And I happened to be sitting next to this person that was from the Dublin office. And... She asked me a question that I couldn't answer. So she was like, um, what do you do in South Africa to document and tell the true stories of entrepreneurs and small businesses and startups in South Africa or across the continent? I was like, what do you mean by that? She's like, no, like, where do you get the nitty gritties? Like, what are the things that people are really struggling with? What are they going through? What are their experiences? What are the um, inefficiencies in the ecosystem um, that make it hard for entrepreneurs to win and i was like yeah we don't do that here right (laughs) so we when we put an entrepreneur on on radio or on tv it's a victory lap yeah we're not gonna no 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 yeah we we're not gonna talk about the hard stuff this person is at an interview and straight after the interview they need to get into a taxi to go to the office where they work and then from there, they're struggling to think about, okay, how am I going to eat next week? Mm. Like, that's that was the prevailing culture at the time, which is like, when entrepreneurs went onto media, it wasn't about, hey, so what are the things that you're struggling with or what are the challenges that you're facing? It was literally, hey, tell us your story. Mm. want to hear more about how, you know, and the narrative is always the same. It's like, oh, no, I was born in a really difficult environment, and then I did this, and then now suddenly I'm a great success. And it's like, okay. Nobody ever tells you, like, the (laughs) steps. Yeah. (laughs) There's no one that you could ever sit down with and be like, yo, okay, cool, you always talk about, I survived the worst of the worst to get to. What was the worst? I'm not saying, like, tell me your personal life stories, but, like, it, it's actually scary going into spaces and not knowing what the next steps are going to be or what the challenges mm. you're going to face are yeah. because then you're just in the dark, just swinging, just swinging, just swinging. Yeah. So I, I, I get that it's very important to, to document that process. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the issue. Like, so she asked that question. I was like, we actually don't do that. We don't really talk about the process of building a business from scratch, like from zero to you know success. What we do with media is like, okay, show us the victory lap. Everything else, you need to go, you know, cry mm, it out mm, on mm. your own and whatever. And after I said, oh, no, we don't really do that. And, like, this is the, the sort of ecosystem that we have. And she was like, okay, you should listen to this thing. It's called a podcast. And um, it's about this guy. His name is, um, oh, crap, I just forgot his name. I remember. But yeah, um, yeah. this guy, <laughs> and it's called Startup, right? And... I was like, what is a podcast? Because at the time... Mm. Oh, you hadn't been listening to podcasts at the no, time? No. Wow. Like, at that time, yeah. when I got an iPhone, you know, the first thing you do is try and free up space. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, like, one of the first apps that I'd delete because oh, it's like, 
what is this? Purple yeah. app. You know, I opened it maybe once or twice and I was like, why are people just talking on this thing? And yeah. at the time, it didn't make sense. And when you think about like how much podcasts mean to me now, yeah. that is such a wild <laughs> thing to speak about. <laughs> so she told me about this podcast. Um, it's called Startup and it's by Gimlet Media. I was like, okay, cool. And re-downloaded the app, listened to this guy. And basically this podcast is him documenting the journey of starting a podcast network mm -hmm. or starting a business, right? And he went through, so the very first episode, literally in the first 10 minutes, he's, he's basically pitching um, his business to a, you know, a venture capitalist. Mm -hmm. He wants money to try and fund this thing. And in the first 10 minutes, I was like, I might do this for the rest of my life. Because, like, <laughs> he, he literally, like, bombs. Like, it's the worst pitch you'll ever hear. Like, you're sitting there listening and going, oh, crap, please don't do it. Yeah. Don't even keep going. And what ends up happening is, like, the venture capitalist pitches his business to him better than he pitched the <laughs> business. And it's like, wait, what is going on? And I went through that first season in literally that first day. Mm -hmm. I literally went through the whole thing. Because I had never heard anyone showing themselves bleeding on, yeah. a, on, on a piece of content. And also, like, opening your heart out completely to show the real reality for entrepreneurs. And, like, I'm not really great at pitching uh, mm. investors. And he, shows, he documents trying to find a name for his business. Um, and it was, it's, like, terrible. Some of it is, like, the worst <laughs> stuff. And you're just, like... This is the reality because mm -hmm. I've lived this and yeah, I know exactly. a lot of entrepreneurs who've lived this. Um, the conversation he has with his wife, the day he says, I'm going to quit my job. Oh, wow. That's oh. so dope. He records all of this. <laughs> what? <laughs> and there's like one of the most uncomfortable ones. He's talking to his now business partner. The first time they meet and they decide, okay, they're going to be partners when they have to split the revenue. And you hear like both their perspectives when they're talking to their wives about, you know, he wants to give me 30%. 30% is disrespectful. And the other guys, like, Jeez. if I give him 50%, it feels like I didn't start this. Mm -hmm. And yeah. all these really deep things that happen in the reality of an entrepreneur. After that, I was like, this has to exist for South Africa somehow. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started with those, like, three different podcasts, yeah. just trying to understand the medium. Went deep into YouTube to learn about how to do it, um, all these different things. And just never stop there. So it's like... Yeah. It's actually very interesting because I feel like a lot of the content that's created in South Africa is very difficult for me to consume mm -hmm. because it hardly ever... This is going to sound very rude, but it hardly ever teaches, right? Mm -hmm. It's always like expositionary in, in terms of... You can tell it's contrived and the person is trying to show you the p a part of their life in the yes. way that they think is best to consume. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to like showing you a part of their life in a way that you are going to learn valuable lessons from. Mm. And I often feel like I, I really feel bad, but I struggle so much with consuming South African content because very few of it is like what you've just described now. Yeah. Yeah. Like very few of it actually shows you a process and a person's experience of the process. Mm. A lot of it is just like people showing you what they think is best to show mm. for consumable gain. And I guess I get it. Yeah. Like the game is cold. We're hungry. Mm. Uh, we we had different, 
goals in life. We're trying yeah. to achieve different things and yeah. we're trying to get the content that we put out there to do very different things for us. Mm. But I feel like what you've just shared about that now feels like something I would love to consume. Mm. But it's just there's so far and few. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like you, you need people to... Um, so there's also like really bad podcasts out there. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, especially internationally. <laughs> like there's a lot of this like, like man, <laughs> Bitch, no. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think the people that are really looking for like meaningful value yeah. often are willing to like deep dive to, to yes, find it, right? Yeah. So I look at you guys, for example, um, you guys teach a lot, right? And you share your experiences in ways that someone can go, oh, wait, like I can like, take that yeah. and I can try and apply it somewhere in my life right so I look at like say you guys and like a few other ones um where you're going okay this person understands that this is a very long game mm. and there's something that they are rooted in that is far more important than just okay I want to get a this many views on yeah. and I think that's the the real thing that's killing like a lot of the creativity is people try and do that sort of valuable meaningful and like you want to make sure that you're adding value and then you know you don't get the numbers you think mm, you're supposed mm, to get mm, because mm. you then watch you someone yeah. else's and yeah. you're like oh man you know this got hundred thousand views or whatever maybe i should do that and mm. it's like wait no like you can go counter like also it took someone a certain amount of time to get to that. To get exactly. to that. Yeah, Not everybody hits that lucky strike yeah, immediately. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing that obviously not everyone is going to want to show the process to getting to there, mm. yeah. but it doesn't just happen overnight. No. And also, I, I also really feel like what's 100 views um, to like impacting, let's say five people's lives in yeah. a way that yeah. completely change, who changes the way that they behave yeah. and affects other people in their lives lives like yeah. I, I feel like, like it's very valuable yeah that's more valuable to me than like any brand deal or yeah. whatever because yeah. I I really think the world is too big it's too much to chew on mm. but the little that we can do we try and I think creating a platform like Lucha then does that as well yeah, yeah. and it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because I, I feel the same way about sort of views and numbers I really look at our numbers unless, like, we have to, if we have to, like, prepare a deck or whatever. <laughs> yeah, if we have to prepare I some I literally don't know how much, don't how much we're yeah. doing. One, because I think, for me, the most fulfilling things is, like, the tweets that people send through and the DMs yeah. and the comments and the emails where it's like, oh, my God, this and this. Oh, my God, I resonated with that. Like, for me, that's currency, right? Like, that, that for me, means the world to me. Um, and I think in a, in a world where people do want these views and want, I mean, look at how we're on Menzi's channel. We're not doing not it's even half the numbers that microwave boys that they did. Yeah. <laughs> not even like but I think, half. So, I, you know, Menzi is one of those people that was like, I see what, what could, mm -hmm. like yeah. he had everything he needed to do the bubblegum stuff, yeah. right? Like he could have easily yeah. just ma made viral stuff, right? Yeah. But I look at something like, say, Broke Niggas. Yeah. Deep community, really high value content. Mm, yeah. I was watching, so there's this one Broke Niggas episode where they put the camera in a fridge. Yes, yes, yes I yes. remember that. And yeah. they opened it and then had a bit of a conversation and closed it again. And then they did it again and they did I was like, this what is so way ahead of his time. This is, what, what the hell? Yeah. And you look at something like that and you go, this person understands long-term value. Yes. So I look at someone like you guys, like him, 
where you guys understand that community is going to be the ultimate currency, Literally, right? Yeah. So it's not going to be just like, mm. how many likes can you get, whatever. whatever. No, it's going to be like, how many lives can you impact? Because mm. the way where, where brands are going, I feel, is like, it's not just going to be about um, you just measuring the high level, okay, how many people saw this? Yeah. You're going to start measuring how many people are affected, moved, it's or changed by It's such a tough this. fight. Like, I just moved from agency to client side. Mm. And I, because I was a, a strategist, right? So mm. I never saw the fights that like creative have for work. Mm. And I feel so sorry for creatives now because yep. it's such a tough fight. Like yep. brands are still thinking about numbers mm -hmm. as opposed to impact. Yeah. And I'm like, you are not playing the long game at all. You no. are continuing to shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's such a tough fight, but I'm completely aligned with, with what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I think, I think they, I don't know what the human thing is, but like, there's that thing that's inside you that makes you want to do things that feel like are going to serve more than you. Mm -hmm. mm. And it's really nice when you actually do do something and it's received in that way. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, so my next question for you is literally like outside of equipment and all of that, what, what would you say to someone who's like, yo, I, I want to start a podcast? What would, what do you believe are like the top three or the top thing that they need to fully understand before they get into it, especially in the South African climate? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, number one, you're not going to get the numbers, right? <laughs> <laughs> we are so early in the yeah, game, guys. Like, and game. I'm five years in, right? Yeah. I'm five years in, and I understand that the game that everyone is playing right now is for adoption. Yeah. Mm. Like, you are fighting to get someone from spending, say, you know, I always say South Africans spend data the way they spend money. Mm. Like, it's the same investment. Mm. If I'm going to spend an hour on your podcast... That means, say, three hours less on Instagram mm. or two hours less on Twitter. Yeah. They are making trade-offs in their yeah. minds, right? And getting people just to listen to a podcast, that's the win. That's what people don't really get. So, for example, when we started the guide, yeah. it was specifically so that we could grow the market to grow adoption. It wasn't about, okay, guys, let's make this thing so we can, like, try and market it or something mm, mm. no it was literally can we get more people to start podcasts because if one person starts a podcast and they say have 10 friends mm -hmm. they send it to those 10 friends those 10 friends have that emotional and psychological yeah. you're my friend i have to get this app and listen to this thing that you're trying to do mm. that's one person that's now converted into the medium right that's one person that's going you know what i'll listen to a podcast instead of a youtube watch a youtube channel or spend more time on instagram that's the game we're playing right now, which mm. is like, how many people can we get just to try a podcast? Mm. It's not a numbers game yet. Yeah. Mm. And, and that's anyone, what I wish brands and everyone would understand. I'll, I'll say like, it's improving. It's getting way mm. better now, yeah. right? So, oh crap. You know what? <laughs> so, I'll give you... In the past. In the past. I'll give you an example. When Cliff Central tries to sell ads to, to brands, mm. do you know what they say? They say, you know, this is how much social media following we have. They don't leverage the listens uh, first. Yeah. The listens come after. It's like, you know what? We've it's built wild. a decent community. Yeah. So the thing that we 
need to get to is like, okay, if you can build a solid community, so for example, you guys, you've built a really strong community of people that you know, if you put out something, they trust and believe mm. that you guys will make sure that it's worth listening to and they can get something out of that. And if we don't, they're going to hound us. We there you know. go. <laughs> and they do. They do. We know And you them. think about that, that's going to be the currency when, say, the adoption gets to the right point because... If I go into the ecosystem now and someone and I ask someone, hey, I've never listened to a podcast. What what's a podcast I can I listen, listen to? to? Yeah. And someone tags say yeah. three people tag you guys, what's the chances I'm gonna click? I'm gonna click because people mm. are backing you and saying, No, these are the guys. Mm-hmm. So if we get to a level of adoption where people are wanting to listen to podcasts and you guys are already standing there with say 10, 20 episodes already up and someone gets introduced to you. And there's already this amazing community and there's, you know, video and there's this and there's that. You guys can leverage so much more, right? So the thing that, like, that's the top thing. It's like, you're not, there's no numbers mm-hmm. yet. So don't worry mm-hmm. about that. Just do. Chop yeah. wood. Yeah. Before enlightenment, chop wood. After enlightenment, money, chop wood. Not, even now, where we are, 20-something, we're not eating money. We're doing this for free, guys. It is what it is. Yeah. And, like, that's the first thing. But the second thing is that thing from that Gimlet Academy, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you can't teach someone something new, make them feel something, or move them in some way, yeah. don't do it. Mm. Like, that should Wait be the goal. Wait until you know yeah. that one thing. And exactly. also, I think it's, that's very important because there's so many things that you can try fake. Mm. Like, we once had a channel, it was like lifestyle. It was fun to do, yeah. mm. but I was like, I'm not a lifestyle person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's... That's not what I'm passionate about. Yeah. Like the things we discuss are things that I'm very passionate about and it's very easy. We can literally rock up and be like, yo, what are we talking about today? Yeah. Oh, great. That's Have b- bars for days. Yeah. Mm. So I, I completely get you. And like, you don't always have to be passionate about things that you think are like the deepest things in the world. Like if you are passionate about fashion, yeah. your passion will shine through and it will change exactly. people's lives. Yeah. And, and everything that you listed there. So I, I fully believe in that as well. Yeah. And like the third thing, which is the last thing, build a community. Start mm-hmm. a podcast to build a community. Mm-hmm. Or start a YouTube channel to build a community. Start a Twitch. Whatever you're doing, build a community. Because where, and again, where I think marketing is going, mm-hmm. where everything is going is everyone needs a good community to be, you know, around something that they're passionate about. Yeah. Whether it's a podcast about entrepreneurship, a podcast about mental health, whatever. The podcast is just one of the mediums in which the community engages. Gages, yeah. The next thing you need to do is build out something, say, like a Twitter profile, YouTube, whatever it is, where the community can come together. And then build out, say, for example, a WhatsApp group or a Discord group or a Slack mm, group, mm, mm. where the community actually you know, engages meaningfully together, right? Mm. And then the next step is something like an event or something like that. So, yeah, like, I look at it as, okay, you start with content and then it's... Um, Wait, you start with community as like the top thing. That's the top thing at everything is community. And then you leverage that for content and then the commercials come, yeah. right? So for me, it's like, okay, how can I um, build a strong community here, um, create con- content for that community or whichever one you sort of flip with and then try and commercialize that as the last thing, right? So, um, yeah. Dope. I think we've given people yeah. quite a lot to chew on. I mean, if you guys want the nitty gritty, you can just go to His their, um, the, the, the website, the blog post. We will link it in the bio. <laughs> I must just not but forget. But yeah, I think this was dope. It was yeah. our first time doing something 
different yeah. that yeah. wasn't like just talking about our emotions but it's also <laughs> but just, I think it was, it's, it's, it's also a very it's also just a very emotional thing because yes it is you know, yeah it, yeah it, 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 it's something that you know sort of we came into from an emotional perspective obviously mm. but also i think as we're growing bigger and we're trying to do a little bit more you kind of i still know, want to be tied to that passion exactly. and that love and that emotion um i think i've, I've been listening to a lot of Brene Brown and um, a lot of <laughs> podcasts on like leadership and, yeah. and mm. courage and I think what you've done is actually very courageous and in, vulnerable. In terms of, yes, in terms of starting something and thinking about others in the doing of that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think like I just want to say that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and I think that was very courageous considering the fact that you knew that there's absolutely no market for this yeah. and you were willing to, to, to start it out and it yeah. wasn't just for your own financial gain or to position yeah. yourself at the top. And I think it also came from such a profound question. Mm -hmm. And also there's something very important about being asked something and not just sticking to the, I don't know, but wanting to do wanting something to about yeah. it and wanting to get the answer and actually become a part yeah. of the answer. So yeah, thank I you so much. I genuinely thought like you had listened to <laughs> to podcasts before. That. No. Because <laughs> for me in any case, I was like, I've been listening to podcasts since like 2013. Mm. Um, and then only like... I started know, late. Later. I started yeah. late. I probably started 2016 as yeah. well. Yeah. And then like only years later where I was like, oh, and even then I still wasn't thinking about it. And then Menzi brought it up and I was like, ah, oh, Okay. I mean, I guess we'll do it. Um, so yeah, no. I mean, I, I, I'm echoing, I'm echoing what Sniper said. Where you know, yeah, it's it's really profound uh, to start a platform like the one that you have from a place of like vulnerability. Like you just are. Just I don't know what the fuck is going on. You like You're okay. Sharing your, hey, <laughs> Let me exactly. do this. I think right? like. What's the what's the value of like learning something and not teaching it? Literally, exactly. like because exactly. you haven't actually learned unless you're able to teach. Yeah, like exactly. that's a big lesson that I've learned this year. Mm -hmm. yeah. That if you cannot replicate the lessons that others have imparted on you, mm -hmm. then those lessons are wasted because mm -hmm. they've died. Yeah, like you have you have been the end of it. So yeah. exactly, it, it needs to continue. And if you can just impact one more person, yeah. you've done the world you've given the world a great gift. Yeah. And that's something that I've, I've really learned this year and I've been holding on to, especially when it comes to kindness and um, just being more giving in the way that we lead our lives. Yeah. And mm. there are, like, resources are so limited that we don't have all the money in the world, we don't have all the time in the world, but this one hour or 30 minutes, yeah. once in a while does something and it makes me feel very good to yeah. be a part of that yeah. so tap into that guys let's not let's not hold on to the things that we know because i mean if you're not making money out of it I, show me i can't stop you you, know you might not I mean? even feel like we know them yeah. well like but mm. you might just know five seconds more than another person in terms of a life experience yeah. and that can change the course of their life when they have to interact with that thing that you spoke about yeah so yeah. i feel like this when it comes to entrepreneurship, it's like hustle, 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 hustle. Not so much and very difficult so much mm, to find the there, time yeah. to actually sit and and kind of map out the lessons and map out the hurdles, yeah. so that when the person that comes after you 
reaches one, they're able to jump without a problem and yeah. they don't have to run into it. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do as well, especially for women, trying yeah. to make sure that, and younger women, because most of our audience is actually younger than us, mm. trying to make sure that the time they meet certain things that we've spoken about, they're maybe our advice yeah. and our hindsight can help out. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you for joining us. Thank you. This was a really great episode, very yeah. different to what we normally do. But, but I hope, hope you guys enjoy. Yeah, I hope people learned a lot from it. Yeah. And I hope that those who want to start a podcast can actually get the strength to do it. Yeah. Please repeat the name of the website where they can buy the young pack for oh, kids um, for 2K. That's prostarter.co.za. So prostarter.co.za. We'll link that as well. That's where you can Lucha get a young well. podcast. Mesh Startup Podcast. What's the other one? The other podcast. You have two active Oh, Founder Source. <laughs> there <laughs> we go. Yes. So foundersource.com. We'll yeah. link all of that. We'll put it on our Twitter, everywhere. Um, cool. But yeah, thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. You Thanks, guys are doing guys. amazing. Thank you. Remember to do all those things that yeah, YouTubers hey, tell you to yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.